0: What up creators? Before we hop into this episode, I want to remind you about our community at jointhehomies.com. The homies are the squad of legends who support what we do here at Black Window Cream so we can continue to build this platform into the best educational space for content creators on earth. And in return for that support, we give you a bunch of sick perks all month long, like access to our live stream tutorials and hangouts, bonus podcast episodes, and so much more. Check us out at jointhehomies.com. Let's go! And we are back with another morning roast edition of the Black Widow Cream Podcast, where every Wednesday morning we deep dive into creative topics with the goal of giving you your daily dose of motivation and inspiration. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, aka Ben Real World. This is my co host, Dave Malave. What the fuck is up, Dave? What's up, homie? <laughs> nothing uh today's topic you already saw it you read it it's a fire topic name we stand. will smith will smith will smith um he's changed the game for honestly in all the high tier if you look at like celebrities that have reached max peak of celebrity uh most of them don't really go to social media but then you have people like will smith uh dwayne johnson like attacking social media with a new strategy, which I think has changed the game for, um, you know how they kind of stay relevant in this culture where uh, you know quick bite-sized content is so needed but we're gonna get into that uh if this is your first time tuning in the podcast you're probably wondering
1: what the fuck is black window cream
0: great question black window cream is the illest educational resource for content creators fueled by caffeine or at least i take my coffee black window cream but you can drink or not drink whatever caffeine you fuck with and still be a part of our community we have thousands of members from all around the world working together by sharing content asking for feedback passing tips and tricks along to one another with the goal of pushing each other to be become the best motherfucking content creators on earth. And you can join our private group if you want to by going to bwnc.com slash join. We would love to fucking have you. Please join. And without further ado, I bring to you this Morning Roast episode in the second most epic podcast intro ever created. Right, motherfucking? Welcome to the Morning Roast, the place where you will get the most. That really need life with your host Ben and Dave coming to you live today. Grab your cup of dough and take some fucking notes, you bitch. Um, before we get into We Stand Will Smith, which we do, uh, last episode, Sunday's release, big deal, 150 episodes. With Ashley Everett. That was our our 150th. That's
1: a big milestone. Dave just told me he doesn't think that's a big milestone. No, I think it's a big, it's a, <laughs> definitely a big milestone. I'm just saying like, you, you, he was like, we didn't celebrate it. I'm I, like, I don't know if we need to celebrate I it. I feel
0: like we got to celebrate it. Cause it's like 150. That's a shit ton of pocket. Do we stay here and talk a lot? Yeah, we do. You know what I mean? And then have a lot of guests and that's a lot of orchestrating. Just getting these busy-ass people. And now we're getting, like, they're bigger and bigger or whatever, so it's, like, harder to orchestrate. Like, I've been trying to get Blue the Great on here and that motherfucker is, like, impossible to schedule with he's like yo i'm here and i gotta go to london though on the 23rd and then he's like invisible for like three days and then i see that he's just been painting in his office forever i'm just like damn so 150 it's pretty good i'm pretty uh yeah it's exciting but the episode's fire uh ashley is beyonce's dance captain she has been for 15 years 15 Uh, 12 13
1: 12 no, she's been she's been dance counter kind of for like eleven or ten, but she's been dancing with her for like twelve years or something.
0: Gang of years, uh, so a lot of experience. She's done all, like two Super Bowls. She's done a million music videos, toured the world a billion times. Her her experience in that world is incredible. So it's a solid episode. Make sure to tune into that. Um, there's no other current events, is there? I like to call it current events did you ever have current events when you were in no
1: life? i call it that too yeah you gotta keep people updated Do you have a doing?
0: geography class did you do current events in like all your classes i feel like my only geography like no, i had a geography I mean, if class if you
1: had like history yeah like u.s history and then part of it was like current events you gotta like write about it or shit something.
0: was always my favorite i'd be like hey uh did you guys know 9-11 just happened <laughs> I feel like yeah ben we all had that talk like two days ago I'm like, damn <laughs> that's
1: me trying to show out for current <laughs> events you know <laughs> did you know 9-11 happened yeah did you guys hear about yes, it? it was a national tragedy
0: did you hear about that uh it's pretty crazy um all right anyway will smith man uh you know fresh prince you get hooked there then you start exploring the films big fan
1: yeah i'll go see every movie with will smith in it that's a fact that is a fact huh like even like you see Gemini i saw man? aladdin You saw Aladdin? And like I I fuck with Disney, but so I probably would have saw it anyways, but I saw it because of Will Smith and it was trash, but it was only good kind of because of Will Smith. Damn. Right. But I am legend. It's crazy if he listens to this and just hears you say that Aladdin was trash, bro. How do you feel? <laughs> Aladdin, it's not his fault. I literally said he's the only good part of the movie. <laughs> no, I heard it didn't get
0: a lot of good reviews. I didn't see it. I didn't see Aladdin. Yeah. But
1: Aladdin, he was the best like if he wasn't in it, that movie would have been horrible. The hype
0: for that film was because of him. You know what I mean? Like exactly. he's able to turn and that shit off. Honestly, the way up.
1: that's that's probably the point of what we're gonna get to, I think, in this episode. Yeah. Is I think at this point he's he's always been like a he's a superstar. He's been premier, but now his ability to like utilize social media. When you attach Will Smith to a film, you're getting more than just Will Smith and his name. You're getting like the press run. See, like even the press run they're doing for Bad Boys, like the content they're creating. They're they they get Stephen A. Smith, a sports um, super big sports commentator. They get uh, that other guy they did a TV spot with. They're they're going into different places and creating content where like it's just a, it's a new wave of kind of Billboards. promoting movies.
0: Yeah, it's if you think about like Will doing a film eight years ago it would have been a normal press junket where you're like going around, you're hitting the rounds of London and blah, blah, blah. You hit all the major cities across the entire planet and show up with your cast and you go and do the red carpets and you do the little Q&As. Like pre- yeah, the press run the Q&As and, and, and stuff. And then those little clips get shared and everyone wants to hear it and you go on Today Show and you go on all this, you know what I mean? And they still do that, but he's able to add a whole nother wing to it with such an immediate reach, a quick reach and it's constant and you don't get annoyed by it because it's not the same thing. Imagine if you were getting like you, you watched, all right, he like hits you with a bad boys trailer, right? Trailer comes out and you've been targeted. So, cool. You watch the tar- trailer. You're like, damn, this looks dope. And then what if everything he posted was always that trailer or a rendition of that trailer? Like you would like get bored as fuck. Yeah, you'd be like, stop
1: bothering like, me.
0: Jesus Christ. But he's able to go and recreate little moments or go somewhere. Or like Dwayne Johnson, who is another elite person at doing this shit, Like, will pull up with Kevin Hart at some random person's wedding. They can make like a five-minute video and you're em- immediately just like, oh, that's kind of fun. And it's low-key promoting jumanji but yeah. high key it's just a cool little viral moment that and they were it's able just to promoting
1: that you can go like experience them in a movie you yeah know what I mean? like, yeah yeah i think it's imagine just posting a photo to the trailer but instead like just the two posts ago or whatever on his page if you look it's like this uh some creator made like a vfx clip where the, there's a hand holding them to and then their heads are like bobbing and and moving in space and right. stuff and then it loops perfect darren can you add this to the yeah to it on top Dave's showing this um and it's just like a next level and i think those things are super shareable they have 3.2 million views crazy yeah, they're, they're loopable and p- people are sending that to like their friends i'll oh, check this out it's all cool right. and underlying on un- that is all the fact that you're aware as fuck that bad boys is coming out yeah like i want to see it and I've been aware that it's coming out and I keep seeing things that are that are like catching my attention I
0: think and everyone knew it was about to go down when he he, he like came to I think he went to Ellen and that's when he was like yo i'm joining instagram and ellen like put, t- did a whole thing and he had like a million followers like in five seconds yeah, or something not- and i feel like that keeps happening with all these different actors are like guys
1: guess what i'm he's, here he's setting the standard though for sure he
0: is bradley cooper just did it where bradley cooper's like hey i'm on i'm on instagram i'm gonna be real with you and all this shit. and he like announced it somehow and then everyone went crazy and he got gang of followers yeah and it's like if you do that that's one thing but then will the special part about it is that he's adapted especially like with um what's uh the company that he works with westbrook Westbrook. that's like his his people yeah tying in westbrook and then westbrook being on the prowl and even will like being on the prowl for new talent that's creating like new styles of of creativity on social yeah he's just being willing to attach himself to that and we know firsthand from talking to ari and cash bunny and like um just in me having worked with Westbrook on that thing with Jada, it's like you meet the people and they're like very down to try shit. Right. And I think that that, willingness to try shit being willing to like we when we when he started doing the YouTube stuff and he was making vlogs he's climbing on top of like bridges and yeah. drone and all this shit he'll do and he, that's
1: probably he's takes down time for the idea
0: he's down and even if it takes a little bit of time out of his day he's willing to give it up cuz he knows the end result's going to be powerful for his play and his brand overall right and which i feel is like so the, dope.
1: the coolest thing is uh yeah his his willingness and like understanding that he just got he should just let the creative like young creatives, people that are hustling, like if they have cool ideas, just like open himself up to it and be a part of it. And mm-hmm. that's turning into all this content because it's like, instead of he's like the biggest star in the world, he could probably be like, no, I want the video to be like this or no, I want to do this. He's just like, they're him and Westbrook. They seem to be so open to like creatives coming up with ideas and right. it takes a small amount of time and he's down and he's in energetic and it's like providing life to these videos. Whereas like uh, before to work with these, these big celebrities, you would have to like, through an agency or do a, a brand campaign yeah. or, or something you know what right. I mean? something so big and it's like touchy this guy he's down to just like goof around he's down for his head to come off right he's down for you him to be flying through like space like you know what i mean or, or make fun of himself on yeah. videos and, and it's all a testament to like these creatives he's putting around <laughs> himself and a, a lot like building a team of these kids that are coming around and there's a guy named aiden that mm. there's uh joss J- um jas yeah. He's on his he, he he creates he's the one that did that drone on top of the bridge. Right. right. That yeah. was him. Um he, dude, these kids that are they're killing it. And and the, like, the not kids the, but. the
0: beauty of it is like that you're you put the creators on the create it they've created like a pseudo agency because before you'd have to like you know, the talent would go to a company, the company would have the reps, the reps would tell them like, okay, cool. We have all these people. If you do want to work with any of them or they'll say, all right, we'll let our team submit on it and put like in proposals and ideas and shit where the process is way longer. It takes way longer to get the thing to come to life. You know what I mean? Oh, we got to organize this or someone's got to put a deck together and all this shit where you have like stories like cashed saying at, um, what was it at Coachella, Coachella? They're able to just say, oh cool, we may have a slot of time. Like, Will's minutes. a fan of of the work, like stuff, can you make something within like a 15 minute window? And they were able to be like, all right, cool, what's our example? Let's just shoot it and show, make a mock and now we know what the mock looks like so we can just show them real quick on the phone and then try to get it done within that minute, 15 minute window. And it was that easy for them when Will and Jada show up and they're just like, so what do you wanna do? And they're like, this. Just stand here 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 oh cool i want to have fun i want to dance i want to do this and they do it bring it to life and they brought it to life and it took them minimum minimum like less than 15 minutes i think was even shorter than 15 minutes they were able to get all these little takes off and then ari and cash hit the computers and just make that shit look wild they post it on their socials and no one's seen anything like that yet. And it booms. Yeah. But if you would have had to sit there and submit that amongst a bunch of other creatives that are submitting ideas that are full of a bunch of extra words that you don't need to read and all this shit and it takes too long to yeah, explain and the Yeah, there's like a
1: VP that has to look it over and say, oh, this isn't the this brand. This isn't Will. Will wouldn't yeah. like
0: this. Like then it, that's how shit just dies. Like right. the creative dies. But what they're able to do is go direct to consumer, consumer being the creative and allow them to just have a, a a space to try what they would do with their friends and make something cool that would go unnoticed because they don't have the cloud or exactly. whatever and, and put take will, that, will on it yeah and get over. so he'll and you see will doing shit with like like random uh, animators and he's not even yeah in, people in overseas it. and stuff and there's like making wild digital crunchy shit and all this wild stuff and it takes it's nothing but for him it's literally a po I mean this is also the thing about it and I think a lot of celebrities don't understand you post the shit it does what it does and in 22 hours it is irrelevant you know what i mean people remember it and use it for mood boards later on but after that they're waiting for the next thing you post and then all of a sudden 3 weeks have passed you've six things and the thing that you post the lat, the first thing the sixth thing that you've posted since then is no one's thinking about it but when people sit there and fucking overanalyze shit and waste all this time trying to uh, is this a b- 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 b-? and then they post it it's like damn like you just wasted so much time but really the true fact is it'll make a splash as long as it has like a quality to it and it fits within his reign of like what his brand is it'll do well you know what i mean
1: yeah and and they and they like you know we talk about this all the time but these videos arguably are more impactful now than the than the one minute that no one's watching because everyone's attention spans are so short Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so like the 15 second crazy thing where he's you know uh will smith and Martin Lawrence are in someone's hand and they're jumping around like that's like wow I just shared it to like five friends or I shared it to my group of 20 friends they all watched it they shared it to someone else it's you watch it like three times in a row because you're trying to figure out what happened and all that is more engaging and like a network effect than the two minute piece or the one minute uh, full on video that you created, which is also like there's lanes avenues for everything on Instagram. There's that. And then he has a YouTube where it's some longer, like in more in depth, you get to see behind the scenes of his life, but it's also fun. And, uh, but
0: it's crazy too, how people's
1: time is so valuable.
0: And with the short form shit, it could be enough. It could be enough to convince you like, like you saying, Oh, I just shared this with three of my homies, right? You watch a video at 16 seconds or 25 seconds or whatever. It's on Instagram. It's hilarious. You send it over to the homie who's like, when they click the link, it, if that link says two and a half minutes or whatever and it's like an igtv story they may not have that time but if they're taking a piss real quick and they open up their phone and see your dm and they like click it open they're like 18 seconds boom you watch it and then you're you're kind of like laughing at whatever the bit was and you're like damn those guys look like they have fun i want to go see them on the like that just may been may have been the bait to get you to go to the theater because you just saw them in this little thing that was funny or whatever, relatable or whatever it is uh, that made your friend share it to you, which is already like someone validating that these people are gold. And then that's like convincing you to say, I'm going to go to the theater. You know what I mean? Like just that alone makes you want to go to the theater. Like, and you don't know where your influence is going to come from, so it could be those social bit contents. Like
1: it's subconscious, I feel like, but that's is. why it's cool because there's so many things that are coming out that it's like more of like an onslaught. Mm-hmm. Like I've been seeing Bad Boys on my feed often, right. so it's like, I'm, I, I I okay, I'm aware that the movie's coming out, which is like half the battle because movies come out, you don't know, so you're right. aware, you're paying attention, and you're seeing this content, and you're like, oh, that's funny, like I need to go see that. Yeah, I fuck with Bad Boys, and then now I'm, th- I've been thinking like I should go see it. Yeah, and is that because I saw one clip? No, it's be- I think it's because of. <laughs> they're just hitting you with stuff and all of it's not like promo me. So it's almost like, even if I didn't watch it, like I'm enjoying the content. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. I th- we had, uh, we did this video, um, shot to Gilead. He, uh, what was, what was that for? What was the app for? Uh, um, I can't remember what it was. The homie pulled up and shot, um, this video about me, which was, and he just showed me a rough cut. It was really cool. But he, uh, is a director and made this series for, uh, Tom Brady's worked with Tom a bunch and one of the things that we were talking about in the idea of making short form content he directed an EA campaign that I was actually trying to direct too. I don't and I don't remember what it was but it was with Tom Brady and I was pitching a bunch of ideas for what Tom Brady's video could be and he ended up doing one <coughs> sorry he ended up doing one and shit was really funny and it was like in an office and it was just a bunch of lines wild lines coming from Tom Brady and, and whatever and it's like a three minute video and when we were talking about that, Tom was talking to, to to him about how he loves the fact that he didn't have to be there all day long. Like he literally walked in, everything was set. The idea was great enough that all he had to do is give an hour of his time. And he walks in, shoots that shit. And he's like, man, that is crazy. Like that wasn't a 16 hour day. i didn't have to sit in a trailer and wait around. And when you're top tier talent, Tom Brady or Will Smith or whoever, name whoever it is, the biggest problem is that At a certain point, they're so famous and they've made so much money where a bag isn't even really worth their time to like go sit and make a campaign for name brand, whoever the brand is. If it's like, well, fuck, it's a great idea and it would be funny, but 16 hours. Fuck. I really want to go home and like hang out with my kids or whatever it is. You know what I mean? It becomes invaluable. That money is not worth it to a lot of people anymore. Right. So the fact that you're able to create something that literally only takes minimal amount of time from a day from someone so famous like that is incredible. So it's like with, me with Rob Gronkowski for the other EA thing we had one hour with him literally we were only given an hour what I was able to create out of that hour was like multiple forms of content and Gronk the whole time is just like laughing having a blast and he thinks it was great and he wanted to stay longer because it was just fun but we were able to make multiple all right cool I have 15 minutes in this space I just need him to say this 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 and the video is complete if we get over here I need to do this, this this this, this and that's it and for them to be able to come in knock that shit out of the park that's it. They don't think about it. And then four weeks later they're seeing, or, or the next day, however, whatever the video is, they see the final product and it's great. And it's, that's the easiest shit to do, especially coming from the age where it takes days, sometimes weeks to make campaigns. And, th- and you look at the Super Bowl, like some of those commercials will, they'll spend months making that shit. And it's for a 30 second window. That's going to happen one night and I guarantee you other creators are gonna drop shit at the same night on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever, and they're gonna get crazier impressions. Like, right. they'll be able to find a way to get crazier impressions because people are low-key searching for Super Bowl commercials anyway before this motherfucker even starts, and they're gonna find these creators' versions of this shit, and it's gonna be incredibly engaging, you know what I mean? Um, but I just thought that was an interesting theory of how people like Tom are stoked when he worked with Ari, and they made that cool little like um, football video to promote like 20 years in the game or whatever it was and how it took him like 20 minutes to do it and he's like we got to keep doing these you know what i mean cuz it's like that's fucking awesome like and the videos are crazy like the time yeah, so comes getting, in the they're editing they're
1: getting they're getting like the re, like rea- more of a reaction than possibly the you know the like the, there's place for everything but possibly more than like you know the voiceover over one a minute video where he's telling you like you know like you know one more game left like fight you right. know what I mean like and then and you're watching it, goes, it with the sound off at work yeah <laughs> or like you're just like you're th- ten, 50 seconds in you're like ah oh, fuck it I'll scroll yeah. you know, what I mean? yeah. you know how, many, how many times I'm in my feed and and I'm just like I'll start to watch a video for the first 10 seconds and then I'll scroll away and I'll be like wait why did I do that I'll scroll back and watch it Yeah. because I'm it's re- literally reflex it but is. like stories I'm like tapping before I even that's, like known when I'm watching and then I'm like why did I, I always catch myself like yeah. that's the reflex and that's how people act well today so
0: like, today I was going through black window cream on the feed in the facebook group and there was um some dude posted the funniest shit uh it was like this guy who who like basically says like yo if you're if you're like fearful that your editing isn't that good no it could always be worse <laughs> and he shows this netflix film uh where it's called um, who posted Alfie Jones three posted this in the Facebook group, but um, it's called black and privilege. And he just shows like the beginning of this film and how bad the editing was because everything was like out of order and, and all the shit. And There's it no was no
1: continuity. There was like no it.
0: continuity. And it was just really funny to watch him react to the video, like as he's explaining it, but it was like a minute and a half. And the first time I watched it, I honestly didn't even finish it. And then when I showed you, we kept watching it and it kept getting funnier. The last like 30 seconds that I didn't watch. And it's crazy because my time to, to focus was like a minute, which is so funny. The whole video was a minute and a half, but I gave up at a minute and I already knew it was funny enough that I wanted to show you again. And I could have just shown you that minute, but we watched the whole thing and I was like, damn, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's the, how the we end, are trained.
1: was the funniest. Shout out to that video. It yeah, was
0: hilarious. Shit, shit was hilarious. But it just goes to show like the ability to create this content around, um, min, you know, minimal effort or low lifts is what's for, appealing for the talent, for the for the talent, talent and, is what's and al-
1: consumable for the people. Yeah. I think also, uh, you know, I guess our last topic is kind of like, w- why I think this is important, cause we could just sit here and talk about Will, but I think it's dope because it's, it's, I definitely, we definitely know that other artists are taking notice, mm-hmm. not artists, other pe- people in the industry are taking notice. Like you talk to anyone that cares about content, everyone knows that Will Smith is, is doing the thing right now. Right. You know what I mean? It yeah. has been for yeah. a while. And now it's like artists, or not artists, like uh, actors, athletes, other people, their management are figuring out how can we make content for our people like this? Hmm. So it's like, I do think it's dope for creators because it's, it's, you know, who has, can you come up with really ill, there's there's people that I follow in, in concert stuff that are doing ill stuff. We watched a guy at Rolling Loud who like shot a clip and came back and started a, animating the, the clip into like a 3D photo thing. Yeah, you know what awesome. I mean? Like those type of ideas are really coming out right now where it's like, you can bring that to a talent and whether it's like an athlete or an artist or whatever, and be pitching ideas like this and, and kind of get ahead of the curve, I think, right. on, uh, on like your value. Cause you can be a photographer, a videographer, and make videos, but you can also, what if you can, what if you're turn around that night and by the next morning, you're not, they're not, you're not supposed to have content for them, but you come up and say, hey, look at this. And that video goes crazy. Right. And then, you know what I mean? Like We just talked to uh, Joe, I guess by this time, um, Joe Larkin will come out next week right but he he works for dip he shoots for diplo and he was talking about how like some of those viral moments that they would create uh were just like you know like oh how can we make a moment out of this and it was something like short maybe it's a photo or, or a video yeah and thinking like that differently like is kind of i think what the summary of this is is like will smith's page you go on looking at it and it's like you can we can all be thinking different mm-hmm. about what type of content we could be creating and, and how can we be turning things around quicker and being creative and and showing that because i th- do think like people are more receptive to those types of ideas now you just they're not gonna know what it is you have to show them right you know what i mean you yeah. have to go up to the person you're working for and be like what if we did this Sh- and like show them on the phone like and there's like value to be had there i feel like
0: well and that's it, you just have to think of it in the same way of how pitches have worked from the beginning of time anyway like you would normally be able to say all right cool for this photo shooter for this album artwork cover we're gonna um, we're gonna take Nicki Minaj and put her in a jungle and she's gonna be wet and she's gonna be in a puddle and it's gonna be muddy and blah 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 blah. and to me I may be thinking of it one way you may be thinking of it another way, but then when we crack open the PDF that is the actual pitch deck, you'll see moody colors and it'll be like this is the color this is the vibe this is the hue this is what you're gonna this is where she'll be at this is where the camera can be positioned this is what type of tree I'm gonna use this is literal props that we're gonna actually rent for this shoot you know what I mean and then you make fucking anaconda i have no idea why i thinking like that was the first artwork or whatever i was thinking of but that's how you would show what that is and it's easy you know sometimes it's like you get there and to be able to try to verbally explain it it just never makes sense right it's not sometimes click. it's impossible to actually make something that could reference what your idea is and you just need them to be there but in those cases and if you don't think they're gonna like be down and we're just saying this as a general thing if you're working with talent or if you're working with the brand if they're just not going to be down to try it because it just it it doesn't fucking make sense the best thing you can do is try to make a mock of it like literally go shoot it once and i think i love talking about cash and Ari, but if you go listen to their episodes that's how they get jobs it's like they'll literally make up mocks of um the shoe floating through space and right, whatever like she like, should go in her backyard and shoot, shoot it with herself. her vans and yeah. then pitch it to puma and be like this is what it could look like and they're right. like oh that's cool you know what i mean
1: but they're not going to get it if you're like i'm um, so i'm going to put your shoe and it's going to be 3d and it's going to be 360 and it's going to be look like it's floating in space right. and like they're going to be like oh this looks this seems hard yeah but it's like no it's gonna look like this but imagine your shoe yeah and like exactly. oh sweet it's gonna only take this amount of time cool
0: and that's how yeah. you that's how you can make it be a little more clear, I guess, to someone that's trying to purchase. But overall, I think, when we go back to Will, the coolest part is that he's been able to put creatives on and allow them to elevate too, in the sense of like Cash saying that her and Ari getting tagged by Will and Will personally calling them out on his Instagram of fucking millions of followers and saying like, yo, these two are ill at making cool shit. Like he literally said that, that's all it is, It's a co-sign. And if you think back, like how important it was for um, like radio stations and all these people to try to get co-signs by these artists, like, yo, what up, it's Jay-Z and uh, I fucking love Hot 97 or whatever. And then for them, that's like, a, that's an amazing tag. You can use that over and over again. You can go to a concert and be outside talking to people and play that sound bite And people are like, wow, Jay co-signs this, I love this station being able to get the cosign will do a lot for you and for them specifically cash saying like yo my inbox was flooded like as soon as that happened everyone wanted me to make shit for them and it became a problem because i can't i couldn't do the jobs i had turned mad jobs down because i can't do all of them and that's what the power of that cosign is so it's cool to see people like Dwayne Johnson people like the uh like Will and like whoever to be able to go and elevate even like Jade and all them they all are in that pool of like creating this content around creativity and being able to show what it can do for others and how it can be shareable as fuck because it's so catchy and they're the ones they're just like oh cool we have a platform let's just put these people on you know shit's mm-hmm. dope shout out to them for that that's why we stand Will Smith <laughs> that's it that's why we fucking stand Will Smith um as y'all know, we end all these morning roasts with the question of the day from our Patreon community. So if you want to have a chance to have your question asked on the podcast, sign up now at jointhehomies.com and ask your question in our private Discord channel. Today's comes from our boy Nick. Nick says he's got a question that maybe kind of answered before, but I know it's important to have a work/out slash of work balance, but when it's the right when is it the right or wrong time to pick a bag over memories with family and friends? Um, he gives an example. He said I go on this trip with friends yearly to this car show in the mountains of Georgia to hang out with people. I only get to see maybe once or twice a year, but I was asked to shoot an event the same weekend and the client is already a headache. <laughs> I'm still at the point of my career where I should be saying yes to every gig, but this is a hard one, especially since the bag won't pay for most of my bills that month. Haha. <laughs> um, I'll right out the gate. I'll tell you this and Dave, I think had to deal with this too. I'm trying to remember when, but I know you've dealt, I think we've had this conversation before. When I was uh, at my parents' house sleeping in the basement and trying to figure out my life and I would make money with video shit, uh, I didn't have much money to begin with anyway and I would just use it to pay my bills while I made music and all this stuff. And two of my friends were getting married and did this whole joint um, bachelor party thing where the whole squad went out to Vegas and got a hotel and raged for like four days. And it was our first like bachelor party for the homies because they were like the first ones to ever get married. And I didn't go. I was already t- tempted not to go because I didn't have finance, right? I was like, oh, I don't know if I should go. Like this is going to cost a lot, blah, blah, blah. And then my homie booked me for this job where I ended up shooting this music video and for no money. Like I, I made like a couple hundred bucks, right? So I looked at it like, well, why would I go... Why would I go on this trip when I, I'm gonna be going to make money here, which I need right now to stack for whatever my goals were and shit. And I chose to take the music video. Now, I had fun doing the music video. It was a good client, so in your case, your, your headache, the headache's already like something I would already kind of consider over everything. But it was, my, it was fun, it was my friends. I got to make a dope video. It did really well. Got a lot of views or whatever at the time. And that was it. It didn't end up like, that didn't get me more jobs it didn't like parlay anything uh i wasn't really trying to do that shit for that type of artist anyway but it was good at the time for me to make the money now looking back we've gone on several other bachelor parties i try to ma- make sure i don't miss any of them from now on uh i that's the one i regret missing and i fucking hate that i didn't get to go because there's all these ridiculous inside jokes and all these things about that trip that I wasn't a part of and I fucking hate that shit and now as we get older and family members deal with certain shit or you know what I mean like um, who with Joe Larkin's podcast episode it was just him talking about at the end of it we were talking about the ability of missing having him he travels with diplo right now and he's traveling non-stop all the time every single weekend he just missed thanksgiving and, and he got lit up by his sister over it and it was like hard to deal with because those mo- you know sometimes as he says it's like you don't know how many of those we have left you know what i mean as family members get older and people die or get whatever like shit becomes brutal so uh i don't know it's up to you you know your bag more than or what's in your account more than than we do obviously and if you need that money you need that money but you you can't pay to get that memory back with your best friends in Georgia at a car show or whatever the fuck. Uh, so I would say, fuck the client. (laughs) I would, I would, I would go. Um, didn't you have to deal? Didn't you make like a, wasn't there something around something like this where you're like, do I go or do I not go to like a family event or something? You had a job opportunity maybe or something. I I always go to the family.
1: I always go to the family. Yeah. That's like my motto. I I think, yeah, you can never, you can never like the, you know, let's say you're making five hundred bucks or a thousand or whatever. Thousand dollars you're spending in a month, in the, whatever. If if it's the memory that's gonna last, like if it's the like you. For example, me personally, uh, if it's something where it's like this isn't gonna happen again, like this matters to me, and it matters that I spend this time and make these memories. Then like I'm always gonna pick that first because that things matters more. Those memories last forever. Right. You can't. Yeah. You can't go get those experiences back. But you have to consider, like. Is this a once in life time opportunity? Does my client relationship relationship with this client matter? Like, will this job prove to be like provide me more jobs in the future? Uh, am I putting myself in a bad place with this uh, client if I back out? Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, all, all those things those matter more. Up. Like, if for example, the pros and cons. Yes, yeah, in two in t- two weekends, my birthday. It's going to be like my birthday's on Wednesday, but <clears throat> my girlfriend's flying in that weekend, right? And um, if I get offered a job. I'll likely turn it down because it matters me to me more, she doesn't live here, to spend those three days with her than to make whatever money that is. Right. Now, if it's like, if someone hits me up and it's an opportunity I cannot turn down, it's going to be very hard. It's going to be a very hard decision. And I've had to do it before. But what sucks is, is when that person flies in and then flies out and a day and a half of it was taken up working, then it ruins that time and you don't get that time back. So yeah, it's you got to like,
0: deal with those repercussions. Yeah, so
1: <laughs> I, think, I think you always... The work out of work balance is like when it's a Friday night and all the homies are going out drinking or it's Saturday or it's just a random day and that thing's gonna happen again and you need to be on your grind mode and you need to be working, then pass it up. You know what to pass it up, but if it's that feeling of like, yo, I'm, I'm gonna miss out on something huge, then like those memories can't be, you know. Facts. Yeah.
0: Uh, big shout out to everyone who leaves a review on the podcast on iTunes. Each review helps us reach new creators. We like to highlight the best reviews each week and send a set of Black Window Cream stickers to those Black Window Cream members that drop the review. So uh, if you want some stickers, go swing through Apple Podcasts and you know, sling a review. This one goes to Isaiah L. Um, he said... I listen to this pretty much daily at work never a bad episode always has at least a few solid things to take Mm -hmm. from each one i feel like there's a gang of shit you're gonna take from every single episode but we're cool with that if you're getting a few we're happy about that shit so shout out to you for leaving that five star slapper uh shit we got 200 or some reviews that's pretty cool yeah that's dope shout out to everyone that does that all right that's it for this episode of the morning roast segment make sure to check out our latest podcast episode with ashley everett uh episode 150 banger um and definitely stay tuned for this sunday's interview with joe larkin joe is uh, a creator shoots videos and directs and edits and and also owns a production company called um called curza curza shit could not think of that curza low key sounds like a DJ group, but, um, yeah, he goes into the whole idea of how to balance work and, and also being a personal creator. There's tons of, tons of value that you're going to get out of this episode. So make sure to tune into that new episode, every single Wednesday and Sunday, we will see you in a few days. You bitch. <laughs>